Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hey there, hey there, hey there. Welcome to another episode of Female Empowered. I am your host, Krista Gurka. And I am, if you're joining me live over on Instagram, welcome. If you're joining me on Facebook, welcome over there. If it seems like I'm distracted, it's because I'm doing 15 things at once. Um, So anyways, welcome to this episode. If you're listening to it a couple weeks from now, you listen to the podcast. If you're watching me live, you can see this ain't really like a fancy schmancy thing going on over here. I'm I've got wet hair. I'm sitting at my desk. I'm actually out in my open space. So if you're listening to the podcast later, um, I don't know how the audio is going to be, but I just didn't really feel like sitting in my smaller room that has better audio. So hopefully this is all going well for you. So today, what we're going to talk about is how you as a business owner should get clear on your mission, vision, and values and why it actually matters, okay? So people talk about mission, vision, vision statements, mission statements all the time. Some people have no idea what they mean. Some people just do it because they think that they're supposed to and they're just following um, some strategic plan. And other people actually realize why having a clear vision, mission, and values is really important. I will be the first to admit that for a while I was like, "Eh, that's a bunch of BS. I don't really need a mission. I don't really need a vision. At least I didn't have a real one written out that I shared and expressed to my team. It's kind of in my head. I kind of knew what I was doing. I didn't really have core values. And I kind of poo-pooed that for a while until I was, I don't want to say forced, but I was it was part of a business mentorship and business leadership um, program that I did that we had to come up with a mission statement, a vision statement and core values. And I couldn't progress in the program until I did that. And so once I started doing that, I'm going to talk today really about how that completely transformed my business. So most of us do know that strategic planning is a key function of any organization. Okay, whether you're a manager, whether you're a leader, it's important to have some sort of strategy that helps you to set priorities, allocate your resources appropriately, and ensure that everyone is moving in the right direction towards a common goal and common objectives. Okay, it helps really keep people on task. So, in order for strategic planning to be effective, I believe there are really three important tools that are needed, a mission, a vision, and values. 
All right. It, these three things serve as a guide for creating objectives and goals in your organization. Now, some organizations may be able to survive without them. Okay. It's perfectly reasonable, especially if people just put some nice things up on a board, like in calligraphy, but they don't really live by them. Um, I believe in a smaller service-based business. I do believe that having a clear vision, mission, and values is really important. And it's what really creates your brand identity, aside from your logo and your colors and that stuff. It really tells your customers and your employees who you are and what you stand for, okay? You really have to know, or I believe, I believe that we have to know what it is we actually stand for. We have to know where it is that we are going and you have to know what your non-negotiables are on your journey to get there, okay? What are your non-negotiables that are going to keep you on track, keep you focused on the end result, okay? So in this episode, what we're gonna talk about is we're gonna take a look at mission, vision, and values. We're gonna describe the differences between each and the important roles they play in not only in my organization, but in what I believe is important for your organization as well. So let's first talk about the difference between a vision statement and a mission statement, okay? A vision statement is used to describe the future state of your organization. It's what your organization hopes to become in the future. It's a longer term objection. Okay. It also really create, um, communicates to your clients, to your employees, to your vendors, the purpose of the organization. It provides them sometimes, oftentimes inspiration. And so when things get tough or, or, you know, uh, really like struggles and challenges, it keeps people really moving in the right direction, right? Having a clear vision. This is a vision, okay? So what is the difference between a vision statement and a mission statement? So a mission statement, okay? A mission statement describes the current state of your organization, your business, your company. It's primary goals and objectives, like more tangible, I would say, okay? It provides a detailed information about what it is that you do in your company, how you do it, and who you do it for. It's usually shorter term in nature, like the results can be achieved a little more readily, all right? And it outlines the primary goals, all right, of your company. So vision, just think it's like a vision is like, what is the vision of your company? What is it going to provide not only you ideally, but like maybe your community or maybe your employees or maybe your clients or, or the world at large, right? And then the mission is more like, it's a little more tangible. Like, what are you specifically offering? Okay. So let's talk a little bit. Let, let, let me give you a few cliches. Okay. I think it was um, George Harrison's song, Any Road, like I'm a big Beatles, George Harrison fan. So anyways, he then in that song, he says, if you don't know where you're going, any road will take you there. All right. Now on the flip side, I am also a big, big fan of Hamilton and in the Hamilton, and you know, if you remember at the beginning, he says, if you stand for nothing, then what will you fall for? Right. So it's, I think it's really been 
very powerful to have our company really align with a strong mission and a strong vision and core values. All right. So setting a vision really requires you to be able to envision what the future of your company will look like. What is the best possible outcome that you can achieve and that you're looking for? So for example, um, it could be to like to create the largest marketing firm in the Southeast area, okay? Instead of to have 200 companies that utilize our services in the first year. So more kind of really visionary, okay? So if I give you the example of what the vision statement for Pilates in the Grove is, it is to become a leading example of health and wellness in our South Florida community while also being able to give back to that same community. So my vision is to not only serve the community and provide really great, like really we are gonna set the tone for health and wellness in the community, but we're also gonna give back to that community as well, okay? Um, philanthropy is a big, big part of the vision of Pilates and the Grove, all right? So when you're talking again about mission, it's a big, it's a little bit more specific than a vision statement, all right? So, you know, maybe it's, um, so let me just give you an example. Let me give you the example of what the mission statement for Pilates in the Grove is, okay? So the mission statement for Pilates in the Grove is to empower our clients to commit to a journey of improved health and wellness through positive movement experiences. Our success will be measured in the trust we build with those we work with and who work with us. We commit to our clients to create a high touch service that provides innovative, detail-oriented quality care to promote promote strong bodies and minds, and we commit to our employees to invest in their personal and professional growth to be able to provide such, such services to our clients in a com comfortable and supportive environment, all right? So that's a little bit of a mouthful. Um, I, I usually encourage people to cut that down. So if we really say like what our, our nuts and bolts mission statement is, it's to empower our clients to commit to a pain-free journey of improved health and wellness through positive movement experience. And our niche is we teach mindful movement. That's really what we do at Pilates in the Grove. Okay. So let me give you a few examples of some other companies that you may know. Okay. So when we talk about mission statements, here is a mission statement of Sweetgreen. We, there's just a Sweetgreen that opened down the street from us and we love it. So the mission statement of Sweetgreen is to inspire healthier communities by connecting people to real food. All right, Patagonia, I love Patagonia. We're in business to save our home planet. Okay, American Express, become essential to our customers by providing differentiated products and services to help them achieve their aspirations. Warby Parker, I love Warby Parker, it's where I get my glasses, um, to offer designer eyewear at a revolutionary price while leading the way for socially conscious business. <clears throat> okay, um, let's see, is there another one here? Oh, Nordstrom, I really love Nordstrom too. To give customers the most compelling shopping experience possible. Hey there, I just wanted to jump in real quick and make sure you knew about the learning library resource page I have on my website. It's filled with a variety of masterclasses all about starting, 
growing, scaling, running behind the scenes of a boutique fitness and boutique wellness business. So if you're interested in learning, I invite you to visit www.kristagurka.com store and check out all of the amazing resources we have over there. All right, now let's get back to the episode. Now, let's see the difference between a mission statement and a vision statement. Okay, so here are some of the vision statements. Alzheimer's Association, the vision statement is a world without Alzheimer's disease. Can you see how that's like future paced? Okay, um, Teach for America. One day, all children in this nation will have the opportunity to attain an excellent education. Microsoft. We strive to create local opportunity, growth, and impact in every country around the world. LinkedIn, their vision, create economic opportunity for every member of the global workforce, right? So um, it's a little just bigger in nature, the vision statement, okay? So why is this really important for your business, all right? Well, like I said, before we had mission, vision, and values in Pilates in the Grove, everything was kind of in my head, but we had nothing on paper. And so I felt like there was, um, it was hard for me to get everyone on board because I just assumed everyone knew it was going on in my head. And obviously that's not true. So when we finally got our mission statement down and our vision statement down, and we really talked about where we're going and why we're going there and how we're going to get there, it helped our entire team get on board with that mission and vision, right? So when things get harder or we're hitting a roadblock, we really can still lean into what our mission is. It's to bring health and wellness to our community and be the leader as an example of telling, allowing people to see like they don't, they can do what they want with their bodies through positive movement experiences, right? Part of that vision is also to give back to the community. So we work to give a portion of our overall revenue back to the community, okay? So that gets really everyone on board. The other thing is your core values. Now, Core values, in my opinion, and I've heard some people speak differently about our core values, but our core values are something that everybody that works in our organization aligns with and even the people that are our clients. And it's something that does not change. Our core values are what we reek of basically, what moves the business forward, what we, how we hire, how we reward, how we promote, how we discipline, and how we maybe decide to terminate if they don't align with our core values. So the core values at Pilates in the Grove are customer commitment. We sink or swim by our customers. And even though I don't believe the customers are always right, I do believe that the customers are always deserving of our respect. So we are committed to doing what we need to do to provide an amazing service to our to our customers, okay? Humbly confident. We are all amazing clinicians, practitioners. Everyone on our team is great, but there's no ego involved, okay? When I look for the right, the ideal team player, they are hungry, humble, and smart, okay? And that goes for our clients as well. 
we over me being a team is really, really integral. And it is a huge core value in Pilates in the Grove, as well as ride or die. We sink or swim together. And that, that means our clients as well. We are only as strong as our weakest link. I really believe that. Um, another one for us is dedicated to growth. We are looking for clients that are dedicated to improve their health and wellness. We are looking for employees that are dedicated to continuing to grow and innovate. And passion. We want people that are passionate about their health and wellness. Now, that doesn't mean they have to live or die with help, but they, they're committed. They want to be active participants in their health and wellness. And for our team and our staff, we want people that are passionate about helping people live the life they desire and deserve, okay? Those are our core values. They do not change regardless of any economic downturn, any pandemic, any, anything that's going on in the company, okay? They keep us on track. They keep everyone rowing in the right direction. And one of the things that's really valuable with these is it helps attract people that align with your mission and vision. People nowadays, especially millennials, they are looking to work with a company that they align with in some sort of impactful way to the surrounding community. They want to be a part of something that is giving back. They want to know that they are investing in something that's creating something more for themselves. So having these kind of things that you can already speak about in your interview process with prospective hires, and you can really, you know, start to attract people that are going to be like, I want to work for this company because they do X, Y, Z. I want to be a part of this mission because I want to give back to the local community. I want to work for this organization because they value profit. That's not Pilates in the Grove, but some people do. And if, and if some people's, I think Nike's vision statement is to crush the competition, okay? If people are uber competitive and that's the kind of environment they want to work in, that's the kind of people they'll attract, all right? And, and I've always said this, like, it's okay if people don't align with my, the company's core values, but if, if we're hiring somebody and they are personally opposed to any of our core values, it just will never work in our organization. You'll constantly be like butting your head up against the wall and you as an owner will be resentful and you as a staff member will be resentful and it won't, it doesn't make for a good working environment. So having these already established in your business really helps you weed out people that are not right for your organization and attract the people that are right for your organization. I highly, highly encourage people to determine their mission statement and their vision statement, okay? And have a set of core values, not ones that you just put up on the wall, but literally ones that drive your business forward, keep you on track. It is the number one, the first of 12 modules that we go through in our FitBiz foundations. And it's something that I really press our, our business owners in this group to come up with their core values, their vision statement, and their mission statement. All right. Now it takes a little bit of time, but we have very specific exercises and things of how to create your core values. I think it's a great team building activity. If you do have a team to create core values and a mission and vision statement with your team, we do it sometimes in our coaching groups with the other business owners and we bounce ideas off of people and 
it really has changed the momentum of my business and it really has gotten everyone on board. And sometimes I'll even say, staff members will even say to me, like, how does that align with our vision? How does that initiative that we're working towards in next quarter or next month, how does that align with our mission and vision? I think that's opposed to one of our core values, right? And I think it's a, the level of trust that we start to build in our organization and on our team that people can say that to each other. And it's a really, really powerful place to be. So when people ask me, <clears throat> I posted something the other day about how I really go only go into the studios probably less than 10 hours a week. And it's because I have an empowered and engaged team that are accountable and they care about the business as much as I do. And I got a lot of questions like, how do you make that happen? This is how I make that happen. Having a strong vision and mission and values and speaking about it at every single one of our meetings. At every single one of our meetings, we talk about our mission, we talk about our vision, we talk about our core values. I asked the team to give me examples of how people in our organization have demonstrated our core values. So that, this is how I'm able to get a, a team that cares about the company as much as I do, and that I don't have to be in the studio all the time making sure people are doing what they are supposed to do, because I know they will, because they are in line with this vision, and they know that the better we do, the better we get to give back to the community, because we give a portion of our revenue back to local charities and organizations every year. All right. So I encourage you to, if you don't have them, to start to work on them. If you don't have them written down, I would encourage you to write them down because if they're not written somewhere and, and discussed with your team on a consistent basis, they're kind of worthless. All right. If you're interested in learning how to do this for your company, then I invite you to schedule a discovery call with me or go check out my website, kristagurka.com. Look at the work with me page and see if you're interested in participating and applying for either our Fitbiz Foundations program or our inner circle. At the time of this recording, I think we have two spaces left on our inner circle and registration closes pretty soon. We're July 25th right now at the time of this recording. So that being said, I encourage you to do this. Reach out to me over on Instagram. Tell me what you thought. If you have any questions, DM me over there. I love to hear people's feedback. And until next time, my friends, Bye for now. Thanks so much for sticking around to the end of the episode. I really hope you enjoyed it. If you're interested in working with me, I wanted to let you know that I offer free discovery calls and you can schedule one at kristagurka.com slash discovery. And I also do private one-on-one -on -one coaching and consulting service as well. So if you're interested in working with me in any capacity, I invite you to visit my website, kristagurka.com. You can check out the work with me page. And before you even jump in, let's schedule a free discovery call. Let's chat and make sure I'm the right person to help support you and your business. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. -A. See y'all next time.